Today is May 26th, like a broken record this month. The Pirates lost another series this week. I got a bit of a sunburn sitting at the game on Wednesday, too. You're listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. My name is Josh and Jake's not here yet. He's coming though. He was working late tonight. I was going to go solo. That was kind of the plan. I knew that there was going to be no certain time that I could be ready. So I was going to go solo. One thing led to another and I'm recording even later and he's almost home. So he'll be here in a minute, but let's get started anyway. Kill the tunes. So yeah, um, he had to work late, um, and he kind of got called out yesterday to work, so it was kind of one of those things where we were like, all right, well, you know, I could get somebody or I could just go for it myself, and we kind of looked at at the situation and everything, and I was like, man, I don't even know what time I'm going to be able to do it. I got these things going on. I got I got the kids, you know, uh, tonight. Uh, and so it was kind of just didn't know. And I'm sitting here and I'm like looking at the time and I shoot him a text. I'm like, are you actually even home? And he's like, I'll be home in like 15 minutes. And I was like, okay, you want to do it? So he's coming on. He's coming on. But in the meantime, um, let's go through a couple of things here. Uh, we had the, we had the series. With Texas, and and just like Arizona, we win the first game, and then we fail to to take the series. I feel like, once again, there are, it's that sort of same thing where it's like, oh, you take a little bit of a step forward, but you're not quite there. I thought we would see a lot more of that this season, Um, you know, maybe even in April, but we got what we got in April, and maybe that's a good thing. Uh, we're going to get into the games. We're going to get in. I went to see Indy and Columbus on Tuesday, um, made it to Pittsburgh, uh, for the Wednesday afternoon game. Um, so get into that a little bit. Uh, I'm even going to go to an, another game on Saturday, maybe even Friday night. I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about going down to Columbus anyway, down to Columbus to see Indy. So let me take you through the through the games this week just to get that out of the way. I mean, most of you guys know exactly what happened, uh, but either way, Monday, Ortiz earns his first MLB win. So we got to give him one of these for that. First Major League win for Luis Ortiz. Very efficient. Um, I think there was three innings less than 10 pitches, a couple four-pitch innings or something like that. Ridiculous. Ran into a little bit of trouble uh, in the eighth. Uh, in the eighth, seven and two-thirds, five hits, two runs, two walks, four strikeouts. Um, really, the pitch count, had he not run into that trouble, I mean, he was he was ready to go the whole way. Bednar gives up his first home run since Kutch took him deep before the All-Star break last season. That's nuts. Closer in a non-save situation. Uh, 
It's kind of always a recipe for disaster. Wasn't quite disaster, but I mean, he gave up two runs. Uh, kind of the beginning of, of Josh Young's good series. I mean, he seemed to show up every night. Homers in the first two games, uh, double and a couple hits Wednesday. Uh, Marcano was the big blow in this one with the grand slam. That was the difference maker in this game. Uh, so you take the first game. You take the first game of a series. You gotta feel like you're you're you gotta you gotta take a series. Rich Hill gets through five, but gives up three in the sixth. He's chased out on Tuesday. Despite having nine strikeouts, he ends up giving up five runs. Gets tagged with the L. Lose this one six to one. The only run driven in by Reynolds double after a cutch walk. Um, and Josh Young, another home run, this one against Underwood. Um, but the story of this game was Nathan Eovaldi. He was very good. Uh, you like to chase the, the the starting pitcher out. They weren't able to do that. He goes the full length of the game, six hits, one run, one walk, five Ks. 260 ERA for Nathan Eovaldi. Just such a great pickup for them this year. Wednesday, made a trip to the game. Had a couple buddies of mine who just wanted to get back to Pittsburgh. Neither one of them really Pirates fans. Um, although my friend Jared is a big G1 Bay fan because every time we went to see him in Indy or in Columbus last year when he was with Indy and he had an incredible game. He was there with us on opening day in Cincinnati. G1 Bay had a great game that day. So he says, every time I go, he has a great game. So he's obviously impressed with him. Uh, he doesn't watch the Pirates other than that. So, um, of course, after the game, he said, well, they didn't play Bay. But he laughs about it, but it's it's pretty funny. So anyway, we did get to go to the game. A couple buddies of mine got to go, and uh, it was a good time. I mean, you know, the game was good. We didn't come out on top, but the game was good. It was a good day. Um it was very sunny, <laughs> very sunny, and of course you get no shade sitting down there uh, during a day game. But so, uh, Johan Oviedo, Johan Oviedo, first inning. I I remember even saying after the first inning, he does this a lot. The first inning is always kind of a thing, and then he settles in and throws four, five. You know, gets through five innings. Um, he gets through four and two thirds more innings and got himself into the sixth inning. Uh, he ended up with a really strong start other than those first three runs bullpen strong too. They did not score after the first inning in that game, putting, putting yourself in position to go win this game and take the series and the offense just never got going. They had an opportunity late in the game in the eighth inning with the bases loaded Castro hits the line drive to left field. Just wasn't deep enough to send that runner. The throw was offline, but you had to figure that maybe, just maybe, if you'd have sent him, you'd have got that run in. Not blaming the, the decision. He should not have been sent. He should not have been sent. Same thing earlier in the game. Jason DeLay gets a base hit. One run scores. It was like a bloop single. And... Castro had a really good read on it from second, or he just took off running and didn't get a good read on it. But I feel like because he was at second, he had a really good read on it. And he was he came in hard at third and wanted to go, and they didn't send him. And I was thinking there, like, oh, you got to send him. 
the throw came in and it was pretty clear. You know, they show the replay and everything. Had they sent him, he would have been out by a mile. <laughs> you just you thought because he had the good read and the whole thing that maybe you could have got him in there. But really, neither one of those uh, were were real. Like they would have been very risky sends. The one with the bases loaded where Castro's hit um, or his line drive was just not deep enough. Uh, Sawinski strikes out after, um, which made it uh, left the runner there in the eighth inning. And you just kind of had a bad feeling about it, knowing that the bottom of the order was coming up in the ninth. And uh, let me see, it would have been delay, Owings, and then the top. McCutcheon had a rough night couple strikeouts early on um and he he hit the ball well to finish the game it just was a fly ball to center in the end so you lose another series after taking the first game oh by the way Swinsky struck out on like will smith nastiness the dude's nasty nobody's hitting that pitch i think Swinsky really won the the three he fouled off before that those are the three that he missed, and you kind of say, man, one of those three. One of those three had to be the one. Um, but the last one, it's untouchable. It's untouchable, so it's it's not really a big deal. Um, I'm not sure when, when Jake is going to be home. I would imagine it's before too long. So I think at this time, oh, you know what? I will say we had the, we had the Johan Oviedo immaculate inning, the second one for the Pirates this year. When I go to games, I do not like I I pretty much don't get out of my seat. There's a little bit of twofold on this trip. Um, you know, you got a couple guys there. You don't know if they're going to get up. You don't know what their you know their normal thing is, but. What I do know is I hadn't eaten. I still have the thing. If you've if you've been a long time listener, you know I have this thing where I'm um, not able to eat a lot of things as like a post COVID. I'm also losing my voice. If you hear, if you hear that every once in a while, apologize for that. Um, anyway, where I, I can't eat basically. Um, so I hadn't eaten. I can do like vanilla ice cream. I'm sitting in the sun. I'm baking in the sun. Come on, I'm a redhead. I'm burning. So I was like, hey, I'm going to go get ice cream. And I'm watching through, you know, because PNC Park is the best park in America. And you can actually, while you're walking the concourse, you can still watch the game that's going on in the field. So he gets the strikeout. He gets the second strikeout. And I start thinking, these are quick. And in the back of my head, I'm thinking, what if he's got like an immaculate inning going? I had no clue at the time. As a matter of fact, we just kept going. And when you're at the game, you don't get a lot of that context. So like that, I, I, I didn't pull out my phone. The sun's shining down and I had, I had trouble focusing on my phone. So basically was, I wasn't on my phone the whole game because I couldn't really see the screen. And I was walking around the concourse for the immaculate inning, did not get an opportunity to be there. We were, dude, we were in 119 row E ready to go. I would have been right there front and center for the whole thing. Would have been so cool. Missed it. I mean, kind of missed it. I missed it from being in my seat and, and paying attention and knowing that it was there and happening. That would have been super cool. Stupid me. Stupid me. 
All right, the last thing I'm going to say, and then I'm going to pause this thing, and we're going to bring in Jake, okay, is, um, you know what? No, I'm going to wait for Jake. Let me pause this thing. I'll be right back, and I'll have Jake with me uh, uh, for that. And we are back, and with Jake. And I just realized that, like, my, just for the YouTube folks, my mm -hmm. camera's off because I have a different screen. And so I was pulled over there. All right. How you doing, Jake? Oh, man. Can't complain. You could. Working late. I mean, I could. Yeah, I you could. could. You could. You're choosing not to. That's good. Right. It's a good attitude. <laughs> we have a lot to complain about these days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. It's getting frustrating. Yeah. So uh, I just kind of caught you up on, on what's happened so far here in this in today's episode so we're just gonna hit the ground running here you ready yeah all yeah, right let's, let's do it the pirates haven't have still to to win a series this month we are entering our last two series we have seattle and san francisco and we have yet to win a series we could go this whole month without it pretty easily we're on the road yeah you just, I mean, it, we're just taking the first game of a series right now and then just yeah, not getting it done. Yep. Yeah, and the thing is, uh, <laughs> the thing is about it is I think if we win one game in each of these series, we will avoid the 20 losses in May. Winning just one game. Yeah. That's, you know, not okay, but... No. <laughs> but... At the same time, you had all that in April, completely undoing it, right? Mm -hmm. Except without that April, I mean, we'd be digging a hole. We'd be buried. Yeah. And so it's a good thing that they had the April. We're right around 500. Something has to change sooner or later, right? I mean, if we really yeah. believe that there's somewhere in the middle of what we saw in April... And what we've seen in May, we think there's a middle road. I, I I don't know if I would just if I would just like to be a 500 team consistently throughout the year, or if I would want at least those runs like we had in April. I mean, that was fun. That was a blast. I mean, it was great. So, but what is it like? Right, you know what I mean. Like, do you do you you want to have that kind of fun and then kind of be like down in the dumps for a while for the same amount of time? Like, if all things are going to equal out to be what they are, right? Sure. That's just an interesting way to look at it, I think. But either way, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is that is interesting. I'm just sitting here, just trying to off the cuff think about the answer to that and what I would prefer. Right. It's kind of hard to know because right now we hate watching this. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because it, it, I feel like, especially in the last two series or three, because you could go back to when they beat Eduardo Rodriguez, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But in the last two series, you face a really tough pitcher in the first game and you win. And then you just can't, can't complete it. And and Wednesday's game was a close game. They had a chance to win that game. Yeah. Obviously, the game got away from them uh, on Tuesday. But if you think about the Diamondbacks series, it was the second game that was a mm -hmm. one-run game. 
and you felt like, man, really should have got that game. And, you know, then the the one on the, the last game against Diamondbacks kind of got away from you late, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that kind of had that same, the flip-flop, but you had you still had one game in that series after the win that you thought, man, felt like we could have done that. So yeah. you see those kind of signs, even like, my goodness, going back to the Orioles where that was like a flip-flop, like we each shut each other out. But when we got shut out by the Orioles, like they only had two. Right. And you know what I mean? So you just kind of, you're still seeing that, like you're almost there. You know, when you had the 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 Rays and, and, the, um, and the Blue Jays, I mean, they just swept us. And I think the Blue Jays, most right. of the games weren't even close. So steps in the right direction. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you just, yeah. eventually something has to change. Right. All right, so um, let's talk about McCutcheon for, for a second. He got his 1500th, 1500th hit as a pirate. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool thing. Um, the Pirates also put up a, a graphic saying he's the only player in Pirates history with 1,500 hits, 200 homers, and 175 RBIs. Or RBI, for those of you who like to say it the right way. Listen, I say RBIs. I know it's not RBIs. I know it's technically runs batted in. I recognize that RBI is probably correct, but I'm 40. I've said RBIs my whole life, so... (laughs) You're a man. (laughs) You're 40. I'm a man. I'm 40. (laughs) So, um, pretty cool. Yeah. You know what? Second one today. Let's do it. So we talked about this at the beginning of the year. Um, milestones for McCutcheon. Mm-hmm. Um, he got 1,500 hits as a pirate, but he's also only 12 hits from 2,000 as a player. Uh, just two doubles from 400. Just one triple from 50. And just six home runs from 300 homers, which I think is a big number. Yeah. Really, the 2,000 hits, 300 homers, like that's, those are big time numbers. Yeah, those are legit. Like, I, I don't know that he makes the Hall of Fame, but those are legit numbers to at least have a conversation about it. Right. Yeah, I mean, he's he had a, he had a string of, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's I don't think we're in the position right now to to really talk the Hall of Fame, especially as as Pirates fans, because mm-hmm. we're gonna have a little bit of a we're gonna have a little emotion and bias in that. <laughs> sure, sure. But I just I just just saying like numbers. Yeah. Numbers right. alone, those those start a conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially especially three hundred man home runs are like it's a big deal. I mean, you get to 500 homers, you're almost automatic. You know, if yeah. you've got other numbers, you're there. Now, obviously, he's not going to get to 500. No. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm just, you know, but I don't know, man. You start to get into some uh, into some rare air when you talk about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about a, a player. I mean, I know I just said 175 stolen bases, but that's even just as a pirate. This is a guy with 200 steals, 300 homers. If you know when he gets there, 400 doubles, and a thousand walks. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's numbers. Yeah, 
he's putting together a very good MLB career. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. And we're going to be here to celebrate it all. I mean, I there's no doubt in my mind he gets to all four of those. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt. doubt. No doubt. Is there any more Pirates ones? So he's two doubles away from, from, from 400. But he's also two doubles away from 300 doubles as a Pirate. Okay. Because he's got he's got exactly one hundred doubles away from the pirates. The pirates. Um, I'm looking at Pittsburgh here. So two hundred ten homers. Really didn't hit very many triples. <laughs> he only had five triples uh, away from Pittsburgh. Oh wow! It kind of makes sense. I mean, he's he's been yeah. on the uh, second half of his, you know, on the other side of thirty for all those years. So yeah, it kind of makes sense. Plus, in Philly, he had the ACL thing. So if you're if you're thinking speed, um, it's kind of one of those things. Really, I, yeah, there's really not a whole lot more that that you're looking at for him as far as uh, actual pirate milestones. Sure. So. All right. So what else we got here? Dude, I went to uh, I went to Columbus. I, I mentioned that I was gonna go. Um, I went down there to to see Indy play. Pretty cool. Um, got to see Andy, um, Kanan Smith and Jigba, Cal Mitchell. You know some guys that we're familiar with too. Uh, but Nick Gonzalez and Andy Rodriguez. First time I've seen them play in person, so I was pretty excited to see them. Um, yeah, Jared Triolo, I hadn't seen him. I you know, want to see that. Want to see what's going on there. Malcolm Nunez, you know what I mean. And then of yeah. course Mark Mathias. Watched him go for four. Watched uh, Chavez Young, and then Ryan Valade pinch hit for Chavez Young. By the way, Ryan Valade, they got to get that guy a little bit of a bigger shirt. A little <laughs> bit. I mean, he's kind of a thick dude, right? But that sleeve yeah. is. Like, if that's how he wants it, man, he's wanting to show off the guns a little bit. Yeah. But there's no guns like Aaron Shackelford. Oh, my. <laughs> Which, by the way, he had two home runs tonight, both of them off Tristan McKenzie doing a rehab start. Rehab. Nice. But Kanan Smith and Jigba hit one out of the stadium. Oh, geez. And if you listen to the broadcaster for Columbus when I watched the, re- the clip, he's just talking about Savali doing his... Um, Rehab start or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and Kanan Smith of Jigba hits a home run out of the, I mean, out of Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. It was, it was crushed. It was like a, like a ooh and ah, I can't believe that just happened from the, from yeah. the crowd. You know, minor league crowds are interesting, by the way. <laughs> They're interesting. <laughs> Andy Rodriguez had a decent day. Two doubles right after the Kanan Smith and Jigba home run. He hit one off the center field wall for a double um, and then hit another double where actually on that one, they had trouble picking it up. So he ended up at third. Originally, they had kind of put triple, but I think they thought better of it and and gave him an air in the outfield. And I kind of thought that it might have been um, that it might have been a double. And that's what yeah. the list says. But still, two doubles. Shackelford hit a double. Uh, Nick Gonzalez drove in a couple runs uh, with the bases loaded 
to tie the game at one point. Uh, they end up losing the game, but just a couple notes there. Andy Rodriguez did throw somebody out stealing, and it was an absolute seed to second. Very good arm. Perfect throw right on the money. Matthias didn't have to do anything. He just caught the ball, and it, and it automatically tagged the runner. It was that, it was yeah. that good. Um, there was a, a, a situation with bases loaded where I really wanted them to spike the curveball and mm-hmm. get Andy to block it. With the with the runner on third, you know what I mean, like big moment. Yeah. yeah, just would not call it back in the dirt. Would not call it. I don't even remember what happened in the at bat, but I just was like, man, I want to see it so that I can talk right. about it. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's what yeah. I want. Um, but it was, it was kind of funny. Uh, and DeYoung gave up the runs. They 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 called them both unearned, but he walked a guy. And then Triolo made a fielding error. It should have been a double play, but I don't think you can assume a double play. No. And so, like, he misses the misses the ball. Matthias, he looked, he was going to take it himself. He was heading that way. And so Matthias was stayed off the bag. And then when he bobbled it, he tried to flip to Matthias, and Matthias had to hurry up and try to get there and just didn't get there in time. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's just a it was a fielding error. The guy at first, both guys scored, but like the guy at second's an earned run. You can't assume a double play. No. He should have got tagged with one earned run there. Um I agree with you on that one. But then even single then he gives up another single to Zach Collins. By the way, Zach Collins is having a great year for their triple A team. <laughs> like eleven home runs and a three thirty five average or something. Jeez. Triola was also 0 for 2 in that game, by the way. And it's worth it's worth noting. It's worth noting because, you know, when we we've had some interest, I mean, Owings is not getting it done at short right now, too. And people say, well, bring up Triolo. He's hitting 238. And I checked that today. He was hitting under under 200 after the game that day. He did walk three times, but man, one at bat, three pitches, and none of the swings looked good. There was yeah. a dude a couple down. That gave him a really hard time in Columbus. I'm, I'm dude. We were sitting like when we sat at our seats to just to mm-hmm. know what seats we had. The la- the usher comes down and she says, "Hey, just do you have you ever sat here?" And we're like, "No." <laughs> and she's like, mm-hmm. "Okay, you're not allowed to put things on the dugout." So that tells you where we were sitting. Sure. And he's two down from me, right where they're walking down. And he's like, you should be ashamed of yourself. I can't even believe they'll let you go back out on the field. Like, it, he was all, he, he crushed him. But the, all three swings looked really bad. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's Savali out there doing a rehab start. Like, yeah. Right. Let's see what you can do against the major league pitcher. But anyway, he, that was his third error in AAA in just 12 games. Fifth in 15 games, if you count his, his, uh, the two errors he made in Bradenton. So, like, I'm not in a hurry here, guys. He's still, like, let's let him play for a little while. I don't think he's ready to necessarily come up and play shortstop in Pittsburgh right now. Let's let him get his feet wet from the injury and everything else. He didn't hit well in spring training. Right. I need to see this guy start hitting a little bit before he's any kind of answer for shortstop. Right. So... I mean, he's only played 32 innings so far short this year and 155 innings of his 964 last season. 
So I'm not even sure shortstop is, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's yeah. let's just pump the brakes a little bit on Triolo coming up. Other than that, man, it was a lot of fun. It looks like I missed it by a day, though, because Indy scored 12 the next day when I was in Pittsburgh the next night. Another Smith and Jigba home run, but Nick Gonzalez added one. Um, Matthias added one. Andujar, who just cleared waivers and accepted his assignment, duh, because he's making a million bucks to go play in Indianapolis. Right. They all hit homers. And Valade somehow went three for four in that game. Uh, maybe I did go to the right one. I don't care to see Matthias hit a homer. <laughs> I would like to see Nick Gonzalez, though. Andy was 0 for 6 in that game, though. So, no, I went to the right one. I got to see Andy hit a couple doubles. Yeah. Good thing is, I'm going back Saturday. Nice. For the Quinn Priester game. Nice. Very excited to see Quinn Priester right. on Saturday. Yeah. I'm even thinking about going tomorrow night. Why not? Friday night. The day yeah, that this releases. So, tonight, I guess. Why not? Why not? I could go just down. go down. Just find somebody to go with me and go down. Yeah. Yep. You just talked me into it. <laughs> I really had to twist your arm there. Yeah, you did. Yep, you did. You did. <laughs> um, you got anything else from this week? Anything from from any of the games uh, that you have before we before we get out of here? Just because you weren't here when we got an opportunity. Yeah. Um. Not a lot. I I've been working a lot, so. <laughs> Haven't been able to watch a lot. I wish I could have seen the immaculate immaculate inning. I'm gonna go back, have a day off coming up. I'm gonna go back and rewatch some of that stuff. But um, but no, I just I just gotta figure something out. Something like you said, something's gotta change. We gotta we gotta take that step forward. Is we're, we're playing this. Let's get one and and done here. And I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so uh. Before we get out, uh, you know, now, before we get out, just to piggyback off of that, the Mariners, we're going to Seattle. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be in Seattle, some late games uh, this weekend. But Mariners, as of right now, have the same record. Let me see if uh, let me see if there's anything on that front. We are recording really late, so we have an opportunity for that game to finish up. And it did, and they were losing, but they came back and won. So they are one... One win more, 26 and 24. Of course, they came back and won. I mean, so they've got now four straight wins. I don't know how. Well, you know what? I can probably uh, refresh the old standings page as well. Let's see. They are six and four now in their last 10. Um, they've won four in a row. So, again, we're getting them a little bit hot. On top of that, we start off with George Kirby. <laughs> oh, fuck. And if you don't know the name, you will. Future household name. Good thing is, we got Keller. So, Keller, George Kirby, Friday night. I mean, that's outstanding. Must see TV, Yeah. as far as I'm concerned. And then Saturday, if you're a big Rowanzi fan, another one. We got Rowanzi and Luis Castillo, already a household name. Yeah. And then Sunday finishes with Luis Ortiz and Marco Gonzalez, who has a 568 ERA. Sunday's the game you got to have. At least we have some familiarity with Castillo. Right. Yeah. From his I mean, time. He's in, probably yep. dominated us, but I would imagine you know. so. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> yeah, but can you steal one of those first two? I mean, if we get, I mean, those are two guys who are capable of getting us great starts and competing with those two pitchers that they have going. Yeah. Um, if so, you you kind of like your chances going into Sunday if 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 Ortiz can come off of the start that he had in Pittsburgh and and do something similar to that. Marco Gonzalez, a lefty. I like our lefty lineup. Mm-hmm. So is that something where you know maybe we can take a series here? We've got to get one of these two series. Yeah. And if Keller's well, if Keller's pitching in the first game, he'll. He'll pitch in the, in the San Francisco series too. It's amazing. Like Keller's going, I just feel like it's must win. Like we gotta go. When a guy's pitching this good, you gotta yeah. win his games. Right. So should be fun. Uh, I know that a lot of us are probably not going to make it to the ends of these games. I mean, you got a ten ten game on Friday night. I guess. Uh, I guess Saturday is a day game. So you have a couple four ten games, Saturday and Sunday. So really, just the Friday night game, and that's that's the Keller Kirby game. That's a big game for me. I don't know that I'll be. Maybe once the two starters are out, I might fall asleep. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm an hour. I'm an hour well, ahead. So because the like, thing is, is even if I go down to to Columbus for that game, I'm back before that game starts, or at least, you know, close to. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, those game those are nine ten starts for me. Oh yeah, but I mean, like I work till ten o'clock, so right. I'll be able to come home and turn it on, and I'll be able to watch the end of it at least. That's true. Should be good. Hey, I just wanted to yeah. I wanted to bring up one more thing before we get out of here. Uh, sure. Wednesday ran into our friend Jim Stam from the Pirates Fan Forum after the game, um, and it just had a nice conversation with him talking about the game in general, and then we walked out and and had our conversations um, that may or may not have included some things about some of the fans that were around us. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we had a pretty rough fan behind us. Seemed to react to the, like, the last thing that happened, right? Uh, Even to the point where he's like, Key Brian Hayes grounds out his first two times up, right? And he hates Key Brian Hayes if you would have just listened to him after that. After the first one. Oh, yeah, man, he stinks. And then next time he gets up, he's like, he just grounded out. He's a 230. He's, he stinks, man. He's awful. And then, like, a couple innings later, it's like he makes a play, and he's like, best defensive third baseman in the whole game. And I'm like, do you like him? Do you not like him? Uh-oh, your, your videos. There he goes. Your video was frozen. And then, like, a little bit later in the game, he gets a base hit, 107 off the bat, and smokes it. And and here he is behind me. I mean, he's he's been getting unlucky all year, man. He hits the ball hard, so hard. <laughs> and I'm like, earlier you just <laughs> and it's like this Love guy. It. He had something to say after every at bat, after every <laughs> at bat for everyone. And you know what? One time, Cutch strikes out his first two times. I didn't know I was going to get into this. Strikes out his first two times, then hits a ground ball to the pitcher. And he's he's jogging to first. And this guy wants to give him a hard time about first things first. And me and Jim talked about this. First things first. If you hit a ball to the pitcher, you do not have to run it out, man. Can we stop this? 
There's 162 of these, and he's 37 years old. Yeah. Listen, McCutcheon, please don't pull your hammy on a ground out to the pitcher. Take it easy. Yeah. Take it. Do not ever run on that. I mean, the pitcher's got the ball before you even move. Yeah. But anyway, I should have said that second, because first thing is, you don't touch Kutch. <laughs> you shut up. Yeah. And I said, he's he starts saying, oh, and he like he's he's ragging on Kutch there for a minute. And I just I looked over at my buddy and I said, I said, man, I don't know if you I don't know if you want to go there. I don't know if and the guy right in front of me turns and he goes, You could talk about anybody on this team, but we don't talk about Kutch around here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, You got it, man. You got it. Oh, that's good. He was just like, uh-uh, I'm not about that. But this guy was <laughs> this guy was something else, man. That's what I'll yeah. say. He was something else. Um, but something else cool uh came out of that. First off, we found out we knew somebody, like one of his best friends. His dad works at the university here in town, lives right down the street oh. from me. Wow. Like it was like this weird, he was like, I don't know if you know this guy. And I just couldn't believe it because he was like, Where are you coming from? You know what I mean? <laughs> So anyway, um, he tweeted after the game too about running into me and 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 having a chat and whatnot. Um, and I don't say this to like brag or anything, but I really appreciated one of the replies to his tweet um, from Doug Optimist nineteen sixty one, who who listens to the show. Um, and I just I really appreciate what he said because I feel like this is like a vibe that. Um, that we would want to get as feedback. And he said, I always feel like I'm sitting on the couch in their basement when I listen to the brothers. I love that. Yeah. I feel like that's something that we feel um, would be like a goal, I guess, if you would, you know, if you would set it. I like that. So I appreciate the kind words, Doug. um, And I didn't want that to go without saying that, um, that I do. So Um, pretty cool. That's all I got, man. It's awesome, man. Good stuff. That's all I got. Maybe I'll have a couple more indie updates uh, Monday. Monday's Memorial Day, so next time we talk to you guys, it'll be Memorial Day. Yeah. So if you uh, if you don't listen to podcasts on Memorial Day, if you're a work listener, um, then I hope you had a good Memorial Day, or I hope you will have a good Memorial Day, and maybe <laughs> I'll talk to you on Tuesday. But other than that, the rest of you, have a good weekend. Be safe if you're traveling or anything like that. Um, don't blow your hand off with any fireworks this weekend or or on Monday. You know what I mean? You do a lot of fi- it's a fireworks. Is that a, it's like a I don't know. I mean yeah, I guess it's a Memorial Day down here all the time, so I don't really know. Yeah, they're doing fireworks uh, at some places. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's all I got. Let's let's win a series. Let's go Let's take one from, yep. from Seattle. I've always liked Seattle. I was a big Griffey fan, so I've always liked Seattle. So I feel like I'll enjoy watching those games just because yeah. of that. Like that weird, you know, I always rooted for Griffey. So. Right. Yeah. All right. Have a great weekend, guys. Um, yeah, for sure. Be let's go Bucks. Travels, all that good stuff. Let's go Bucks. Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, Cannonball coming.
and let's go Bucks.